with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. At the end of the day, it is a phrase that has been used for years in like a lion, out like a lamb. And or... it's stupid. Okay, Matt. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid phrase. Is there other stupid phrases that you, that bother you? Me? Yeah. Me bothered by something? Yeah, I know. It would be hard to believe. I yes. feel like you're bubbling over. You just attacked <laughs> that one. <laughs> That's not even my least favorite. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate when people say epic. Uh, That's epic. Okay. Not for me. Keep calm and something on. You've seen those shirts like keep calm and party on or whatever. Chive on. I Remember hate those. Oh, this chive is so stupid. Yeah. I hate that phrase. Probably my least favorite one, though, is, oh, this wins the internet. Oh, yeah. I don't like that oh, one either. The internet can't be won, especially by Kim Kardashian shooting some champagne off her butt. Well, maybe. Yeah, that one could be a win. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Jack, what about you? I do not like when people say, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, Ooh, not sorry. Yeah. And when it comes to the internet, whenever they're asking for something and they say, and go. It oh, just, yeah. oh, when I read that, I just cringe and then delete. Oh, like you, I see. You like, if you look at Facebook or Twitter, yeah, like, and go. You can just say the thing and people will give you the answers. And you don't have to go like, and go. Yeah, it's when people are looking for opinions. You know, they'll say, best realtor, and go. Right. Best burger in town, and go. Shut up. <laughs> and shut up. Okay, got it. What about you? What are those phrases that really bother you? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. What I, I thought I heard, Jack, you say, is, it is what it is. You don't like that one, right? Or right. Or I think that was else? Matt. I think Matt. that was along the long, long list of Matt. Oh, yeah. You don't open the bucket of the many phrases I hate. We don't have time to talk about his. Okay. <laughs> we want to talk about yours. What are the phrases that drive you crazy? 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about those phrases uh, that bother you. You got a couple on text, Jack, at 103939? You betcha. This one says, when people end a statement with FYI or just so you know. Just so you know. I don't know. I don't mind FYI, but just so you know is a little snobby. Smarty pants. All right. I cannot stand when people actually say hashtag. It's meant to take things online, not to be spoken out loud. It drives me nuts. Oh, okay. 2010 called. They want their saying back. I didn't know if I knew that, actually. What? That you're not supposed to say hashtag. (laughs) Hashtag blessed? What a mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks for telling me, FYI. Hashtag doesn't know anything. (laughs) Hey, Tracy. How are you? Oh, I'm just lovely. Okay, you're driving through the slush? Um, it's not too bad on the highway. No? Okay. Hashtag slushy. Okay. Oh, man. Good deal. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what's the phrase that you can't stand? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. And yeah. they always, it's oh, always, a, there's a little bit of snot on the end of every just saying. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's never I meant nicely. My sister, every time I talk to them, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I got another just one that uh, kind of drives me crazy. It's just kidding. You, you know, oh, I, yeah, used, that's a good one. I used to have yep. a boss who he'd, he'd basically just hammer you on something and then he'd always end it with just kid. <laughs> like, cool. there's a you're basically not kidding, <laughs> yeah. You're Chris, not, you need to be better, you're gonna get fired. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Are you, you know, kidding? You get off early, just kidding. <laughs> I know you're not kidding. All right, uh, Tracy, uh, thank you for calling. All right, you have a great day. Yeah, you do. Drive, drive, drive safe. Hi, kissing. Who's this? Hey, it's Mike. Hey, how Mike, you doing? good. How are you doing? Hey, not bad. Hey, uh, sayings that we hate. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is, so, yes. What is it? 
It is what it is. You sound like a Shaolin monk. It is what it is. Yeah. We need to be more specific. What is it? Yeah. Come on, man. It is what it is. That one, yeah. You just—I know you just—you get yourself in a rabbit hole when you think about it too hard. How many times can we say it is what it is in <laughs> one minute? We could put a hashtag in front of it. It is oh, what it is. Now I understand. <laughs> Have a great day, Mike. Okay, guys. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Last week it was last week. Karen said. Where did the jar of peanut butter go? <laughs> and I went, oh my. Um, in my belly. I yeah. think it went in my belly. I'm a crazy peanut butter guy. It's How just, much do you eat a day? Well, I'm not as much as I used to because I'm now trying to get healthier. Pre-fitness. Pre-fitness. What are we yeah. looking at? Pre-fitness. A couple tablespoons? Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you just two-finger sure. dip or do you use no, a spoon? No, I would use a spoon. I would use a spoon. And, and then you just like, I civilized, man. Sometimes I'd use a spoon for peanut butter and I'd put a spoon of peanut butter in my mouth and then a spoon of raspberry jam and just elim- <laughs> eliminate the bread. And no just carbs, have- being healthy. <laughs> <That's so funny>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a bad idea. Like, and, you know, when my son was allowed to be at home, he would say, Dad, don't eat that stuff like soup. It's not great. <laughs> it can like be sneaky soup. bad for you, peanut butter, if oh, you have enough of it. Oh, but it's yeah. so it addicting. It's and so good. So today is National Peanut Butter Day. Well, the real question, though, Chris, is yeah. are you a chunky or a smooth guy? I would be, if I had my choice, I would definitely be a chunky guy. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's more substance. That's yeah. disgusting. disgusting. Chunky peanut butter is so gross. <laughs> How Why? can it be gross? It's got the peanuts in it i don't know what it, i've never really had a good chunky and then like sometimes you get the chunky with the oil on top like i don't want any part of that give me that smooth skippy and we can just move on but i don't smooth need it's so processed oh it just happens to be blended more <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, there's something i don't want to crunch with my peanut butter peanut oh butter is supposed to be gosh. rich and creamy oh yo, know, you need the crunch with it yeah okay and Jack, you were reading uh, earlier about the facts of, of what when you choose the specific kind of peanut butter, right? Yeah, it says a lot about you. Crunchy, apparently, you're a night owl, you're an extrovert, and you have more of a cheer outlook on life. Really? Okay. And smooth tends to be optimist, but early risers, but more introverted. Hmm. I'm none of those things. I think it's very accurate. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can really tell a type of person by the peanut butter they eat. <laughs> Chunky peanut butter people are awesome. Is that what it said? Pretty much. Okay, got it. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Let's do a quick poll. Chunky or smooth, what's your go-to? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about the Golden Globe Awards on TV last night, and uh, Jack and I kind of, it seems like we just kind of watched uh, the, you know, we watched it all, but we watched uh, different forms of it. It's funny because you're like, no, I fast forwarded past that. I'm like, oh, I fast forwarded past that. So Yeah, I mean, the joy of a PVR is the fact that you record this three and a half hour show and you watch the parts that you want. So I kind of stopped for all of the awards, but then all of the long acceptance speeches, yep. as far as the honoree awards go, yeah, that gets fast forward. So the really old guy that won? Yeah. I didn't hear it. Norman Rear or Norman, yeah, anyway. Nobody yeah. wants to hear some actor thanking some producer in a high tower in L.A. Yeah. Do you fast forward through that stuff? Now, you do, I didn't watch a second of it. Do you guys do the <laughs> smart thing and fast forward through all the movie awards? Because movie awards are pointless this year. Yeah, when it comes to movies, they had, well, I mean, if you won, you're kind of like, yeah, this is awesome. But you're a big fish in a small pond in the fact that there was no movies that came out this year. Nobody went to go see movies or anything of note. But TV had the most competition this year, I'd say, out of any year because everyone's at home watching these shows from Amazon Prime, Netflix. I think Netflix had something like 45 nominations. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah. So to win in TV, yeah, you can puff your chest up a little bit. To win in movies, you're like, okay, good job. Nice effort. This is kind of like uh, going into the Hall of Fame and mm. uh, having an asterisk next to your name. This yeah. year means yeah. meaningless. There was like six movies that came out. Big deal. Yeah. You're one of the three that won awards. Yeah, Borat. Did uh, Soul win anything, Jack? Yes, it did. No, uh, did? Yeah, it did for like uh, best and uh, like soundtrack. I, I, I scrolled the winners this morning, and I'm like, oh, Soul. I missed that. Yeah, I didn't see that. They so. probably didn't. They, some awards don't make the TV, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Schitt's Creek, again, that, that's just, it's amazing. That's a Canadian, Canadian film or movie or TV show that was shot here yes. in Canada, and it's, uh, it, it still continues to win these things down in Hollywood. So that's pretty awesome. Did too. you listen to Catherine O'Hara's acceptance speech? Can we sit and talk about that for a second? I didn't really understand what her partner was trying to do beside her. There was a person beside her who had a cell phone, and as soon as she found out she won, you could see him just press play on his phone, and it was this weird music. And then he kind of got distracted and shut it off. And then near the end, he played it. It was very strange. Like he was playing some background acceptance speech stuff? or yes. Or was he playing music to get her to stop speaking? But it started at the beginning, and then, yeah, maybe at the end again. Uh, I don't know. Lots of translation. As I know from personal experience, if you try to explain the joke and people still aren't getting it, ain't working. It's never a good sign, is it? I got to Google it. Something did not translate well. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, Lady Gaga. Yes, it was big news last week. Uh, two of her three dogs got stolen, and the dog walker slash assistant that they were stolen from was shot during the robbery. It was huge news. He's okay, and the dogs were returned mysteriously this weekend. All of a sudden, this lady brought them into the police station and said, hey, I found these two dogs tied to a pole, and I recognized them from the news. Here you go. Likely story, lady. Now, the police are saying she does not appear to be associated with it at all. They're actually believing her, but they are saying when it comes to the $500,000 reward that Lady Gaga offered, they have nothing to do with it because that's between Lady Gaga and whoever returned her dogs. So the police aren't going to be like, give her the money. Nope. Nope, they are washing their hands of it. But you know what? Lady Gaga has got the money, obviously. Millions. And if she, you know, if, if this person really didn't have anything to do with it and just innocently saw these two dogs tied to a pole and decided to return them, uh, she'll give them the, her the money for sure. I uh, maybe not even the 500K. Yeah. Just sort of 25, 30. Big deal. Wow. They no skin off your teeth, Gaga. <laughs> now, do you think she could accept it, though? Like, she would just... I mean, that amount of money, you'd want to. But, I mean, okay, let's bring it back to Edmonton. Let's say it was a $1,000 reward. Would you take the money? Uh, no, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? What? No, I'm not taking... I, if, if, I would you, only t- of all people, I think, <laughs> would ask for more money. I wouldn't ask for any money because I think it's ridiculous that we ask for reward money. Like, I want this person's life to be better with their pet in it, whether it's a ferret, pigeon, dog, cat... <laughs> And they're like, here's $500. Thank you so much. Like, no, I don't want your money. Take your dog. You want want their lives to be better with their pet in it. But like on Friday, you talked about not taking a bullet for your dog, remember? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's stupid. Like that person would give up money. Like uh, the reward, I feel like, is just incentive for you to actually give the thing back. But don't take it. Like only scumbags take the reward. You think? Uh, and st- unless it's a celebrity, if Lady Gaga <laughs> said, "Like I'm 100 percent like, hey, uh, Mrs. Gaga, yeah, that reward." I you feel mentioned? like you're gonna have a giant list. Like you're a celebrity, or your name <laughs> begins with one of the 26 letters in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Jack, you take the reward. I would take it. Really? I would take it. Yeah, no. I, would. I don't know. I'd 
you know, found the dog. Why not? How's the conversation go? If you're at the door, they have the pet in hand, they're weeping, and you're about to leave, and they haven't brought up the reward. You're then like, I uh, would never bring it up. You're right. I would not bring it up. At that point. At that point. Chris be kicking her in the shins. Where's my five, five <laughs> if, bucks? I don't know if it's there, but I would definitely write them a thank you note. <laughs> what? You? You gave the dog. Oh, if you got the dog? Yeah. No, no, no. If I got the reward, I would say thanks for the money. <laughs> oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> A thank you note. Would you take it, Chris? I, you know what? I'd, I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Uh, oh, I, you're like Mr. Wholesome. He would never take the money. That's know. the only person I'd actually believe wouldn't. What about? Plus, <laughs> he's got so much of it, he doesn't need more. <laughs> Matt, Matt, what if it was Connor McDavid's dog, Leonard? Oh, I'm first. Uh, first off, I'm like, Connor, you got two choices. Yeah. <laughs> Your phone number <laughs> or five grand. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I, what I, an ultimatum. I got All a varying right. pay scale for every oiler. Okay. <laughs> like what, Chris Russell, 200 bucks. Would you or could you take the money? Maybe you've experienced it in your life. Maybe you have returned an animal that was a, you know, there was a, 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 I guess, a reward for. I don't know. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about uh, Lady Gaga and her little bulldogs. Yes, they were uh, they were returned this past weekend, which is awesome. There was a $500,000 reward. Now, we haven't heard if uh, that money will be exchanged, but our question this morning is, would you or have you ever taken the reward money when you've returned an animal? This text says, I found a dog walking down the street in my neighborhood. I called the number on the tag, and when the guy came to get him, he didn't even say thank you, jerk. What you do is then you follow him. And slash his tires. No, you don't. Why not? Matt, it's <laughs> illegal. Wrongs, well, two wrongs make a right. Christy says, I would not take the money. It seems so selfish to expect something for return, returning something of someone else's. If they were literally pushing the money on you, they had it in your hand, they have the animal in their hand after yeah. you've given it back, and they're yeah. like stuffed it in your pockets, I would consider taking it, but like, I'm not asking for the cash, man. No, you don't ask for it. But again, if they're offering it, sometimes they feel better. And, you just have to take it off their hands. And the creepy thing about Matt is he always encourages people to stuff it in his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> just put it right there. My hands aren't free. Make sure you get the front ones. <laughs> Those pockets are pretty tight. A little light there. I feel like you need another 20. All right. This text says, I would not take it. I found a wallet in a cab with a passport and working visa and a lot of money. So he didn't have an Edmonton address, but I tracked him down by a business card. Finally got a hold of him. He was staying in a hotel and as he had just arrived from Ireland. I dropped it off to him and he tried to offer me money, but I wouldn't take it. That man's entire life was in that wallet. I found the reward in getting it back to him. I always figure karma. Well, karma's not real. That's just another discussion. Yeah, but. let's not go there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This person brings up a good point. Like, only good things could happen to you after that. Yeah. You literally could do that, feel good, take a big uh, breath of fresh air, and then get hit by a bus as yeah. you walk out of his room. Yeah. But Matt, you are so uplifting on a Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Slash his tires. I don't believe in karma. The guy who keeps saying, why don't I ever get a break? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. But anyway, switching gears, we were talking about it on uh, Friday. $70 million lotto, lottery, a lotto 649 jackpot that was up for grabs. $70 million bucks, and there was a winner, Jack. There was one Soul winner. Now, of course, they're in Ontario. It's always someone in Ontario or Quebec that wins the big one. But this captured the imaginations of so many. I went to the to the gas station to buy a ticket, and the lady beside me was like, oh, 
is there a big jackpot? And she bought a ticket too. Really? Lady, there's a sign on the door. <laughs> $70 million. Yes. Okay. Uh, Matt rolls his eyes when I say this, and Jack too, I think. Mm-hmm. But my whole theory on that $70 million bucks is that you would not want to win $70 million. It would absolutely ruin your life. Says it, no one ever. Yeah, literally somebody with too much money says No that. chance. It, it absolutely would ruin your life. What kind of place of privilege are you coming from to say, Boy, you know what? All of a sudden, you got, be se- good. you got 70 million bucks. All of a sudden, your dog walker, walker gets shot with your dogs. I would love to ruin my life. 100%. Really? Mm-hmm. Let's ruin it. I think <laughs> we don't realize how much money can change people's lives. First off, I get rid of this job. Yes. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And- it would be, it's a, like, you, it's a game changer for Chris because Chris is like, well, you'd have to give a thousand to this guy. <laughs> a thousand? You know, your family would come at you so hard. If you won 70 million bucks, you'd have very few excuses for it. Everybody would assume that they could get their piece of it. You would have to move away. I feel like I'm like Jack, and I've already determined which family members are getting an actual sum and who aren't. Exactly. I have it written down. Oh, yeah. Like I've, <laughs> literally, every night I lay down on my pillow, and I got a ticket in my wallet. I'm thinking, who's getting money and who isn't? I got the naughty and nice list. If this would not ruin my life. It have, would only make it better. Have 71 million dollar winners. Like that would be the best, honestly. Like you know, million dollars. That's doll- way too fair. What's it like having a million dollars, Chris? Yeah, you could really yeah, tell us. I yeah. don't I, I have no idea. But I can tell you this much that a seventy million dollars, honestly, you'd look back and go, that was not a good thing. Yeah, I would eat and how many how many, of cold beans. You're right. We wouldn't before. say that. We'd say that was a great thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't like that one. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I just have a. Is the big thing for you the fact that people are going to come at you for money and you're just being hounded constantly? Or is it like, because that's the downside. There'd be enough, obviously, there'd be enough for your your children and your grandchildren. And it would be awesome from a generational perspective. But I just think that, uh, I think your life would change in in some negative ways. I mean, more money, more problems. I can fly away from my problems. (laughs) You think you can? You can. I guess you could. Yeah, you have small families and. I guess you could. The, I, 100% the problem is Chris's family. <laughs> no, oh, we found oh, man, the truth comes out. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A lot of 649 jackpot was 70 million bucks over the weekend. Somebody won in Ontario, and uh, I say that uh, 70 million bucks, just too much. It would just absolutely ruin your life. What are the people on text saying, Jack? Joe says, Chris isn't wrong. My dad knew someone that won a $10 million jackpot. He had to move because he had strangers showing up to his house asking if they could have his furniture because surely he wasn't going to keep it because he had all that money now. Hmm. I I could put up with it. I'd be like, okay, slam the door, release the hounds. Or take my furniture, whatever. That's what you say now, but people showing up to your house all the time. I think the the news, this is all anecdotal, right? It's like, oh, we have one example of a guy who didn't like the fact that he won $70 million. The news is always giving stories like, where are they now? They never show the guy who's still living in his gold mansion, retired, and having a great time. It's always the guy who's back to work. They blew it all. Yeah. Could you blow $70 million? One, Oh, easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's been sports or athletes that have done oh, it, Oh, right? yeah, oh, that oh, one guy. Yeah. No, there's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy. 
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, what's your country song? There's Thomas Rhett, Kissing in the Morning with Chris Jack and Matt at 7.50. Talking about big lottery winners. There was a big one in Ontario over the weekend, 70 million bucks. My theory is that $70 million jackpot, uh, you'd be better off without it. Uh, I, I'm not saying, like, winning like $5 million would be awesome. Okay, so what's your limit? How much are yeah, you really? Yeah, where's the line? <laughs> I mean, five million. As soon as you win ten million, everybody on the planet would assume you had money for them. You know, and you they, don't think they would at five million? Well, they're I, like, oh no, no, he should just keep that. Yeah. <laughs> Seven, maybe ten for sure. I'm coming to say hi. <laughs> okay, okay. I I would say two million would be perfect. That'd be a perfect amount. Yeah, that's two, fair. I don't know if two million would be enough for me and my wife to retire and both my kids to go through college. It wouldn't. So that's what he's saying. Nobody would ask you for money then. I don't want to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I love my job, but like if I win the Do lottery, you, Matt, it doesn't this sound is- <laughs> <laughs> This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Curling. Uh, the Scotty Tournament of Hearts, uh, the best female curlers in uh, all of Canada. And uh, you know what? In their defense, they didn't get off to a good start, but none of these curlers had been curling. Like they, because of uh, COVID and everything going on, normally they would be like 60 games into their season at this point. And so they would have been ready to go. But uh, a lot of them hadn't curled at all until this uh, tournament started. So uh, really? it took some time to, yeah, it took some time to get going. But uh, they got going in a huge way, and it just the, the curling got better and better and better as the the week went on. Ask me how I know. We watched every last draw of it. Uh, my wife. Uh, that's the only thing that, uh, that that seemed to capture her imagination on television. She doesn't care about anything else on TV, but she loves to watch curling. You got a good woman there. I got a good woman there. And so we're watching. Uh, shout out to uh, Laura Walker and Team Alberta. They uh, finished third. They they got to the semifinals. They had a big win uh, yesterday morning, which was uh, nice to see over Jennifer Jones. But uh, anyway, the big story, Rachel Holman, she curled eight months pregnant in this thing and almost won the whole thing. It came down to the last end and uh, we were watching the whole time and and not thinking that her water was going to break, but you start <laughs> you, you start to wonder when she gets down in that hack, right? And she stretches out. I don't know what's going on. You think like, uh, you know, she starts screaming, hard, Yago! <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask, was she screaming? Yeah, she's always screaming. Was that That's a contraction? Or <laughs> yeah. was it... No, was she... I didn't see any of this, and th- yeah. literally you're the one who told me all about it. Yeah. Was she visibly pregnant? Oh, yeah. Well, because some Matt, people... eight months pregnant. Some people carry babies different than others, yeah. right? She was. She she looked incredible. As you guys know, I'm just a big fan like of pregnant ladies. I'm just Chris loves pregnant women. We I just to, we, think about her balance. Like yeah. I just because you have to squat down, right? You, oh, you get right down in the hat. Yeah, right? but you want to throw your out. weight forward, right? Yeah. Like your weight's forward on your front foot. So maybe yeah. this helps. Like you know, you had ten pounds of baby and whatnot. Holding you, pushing you forward. Matt, do you know anything about pregnancy? It's a <laughs> lot more than 10 pounds. Oh, my wife told me a little bit about it. <laughs> <laughs> so she Jack. only gained 10 pounds? <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to talk about my wife's weight game. <laughs> this will lose loose for everybody. Yeah, let's just move on. Uh, so, anyway, Jack, uh, can you imagine doing that? I mean, when you were pregnant, you worked here uh, straight through till your the due date of your kids, basically, right? I did. Yeah, I worked right on my due date, and I worked out until about two weeks before when they told me that I wasn't allowed to come to the exercise class anymore because I was making everyone nervous. But yeah. I don't think I could curl. There is no way 
I mean, I did attend a Christmas party when I was five days overdue. Yes. That was that was a feat. And yeah. I mean, like, the one thing's coming to work, sitting down, breathing heavy. Yes. Talking through it. Another thing to play a professional sport at the highest level. I well, can't. Even, and the pressure on so many levels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally the pressure, right? Yes. Literally, yes. Literally, exactly. literally. Like, this is a feat. This is amazing. Okay. What about you? Do you have a a, a story you can brag about, you know, when it comes to your pregnancy? My wife, uh, she, you know, likes to tell the story how I made her go- golf with me without a cart, 18 holes at Pigeon Lake uh, the day before our daughter was born. And what? Yeah. Did she- I think that's why your daughter was born. <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to induce? I don't know. I We must have been. I don't know. I was cheap. I didn't get her a cart. I don't know. <laughs> what is wrong? She was my caddy. She was like literally nine she, months she's pregnant. She's holding the bag. Karen, nine iron. Hurry up. Break the sand. <laughs> that was bad. Do you have a story? Uh, you you did what until, you know, when you were eight and a half, nine months pregnant? We'd love to hear from you this morning. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, seven degrees later on today. It's 828. We're talking about, uh, well, I guess things that you've done and uh, you know the, the, you've pulled off, even though you've been very, very pregnant. Like Rachel Holman uh, from the uh, Ontario rink, uh, curling, eight months pregnant, and uh, yeah, ob- obviously, I guess the timing wasn't exactly perfect for uh, Scotty's considering. But you sometimes you can't control when these babies come. You it's know? amazing. Lots of people think pregnant women just sit on the couch all day. Oh no, no, no! This is being proved very wrong. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of pregnant women running around out there. Like this one, I was a week overdue with my second. I waddled while my 18-month-old went trick-or-treating. She was a little cow, and I felt like one. Little <laughs> mommy in the wagon. That's incredible. Uh-huh. I was eight and a half months pregnant, and we were developing our basement. I was up on the ladder painting walls, helping lay flooring <laughs> until 2 a.m. I think that's actually what made me go into labor 10 days early, was painting baseboards that were attached to the walls. Yeah. But I didn't feel too bad while doing everything. Sure. I do like this one. I learned how to rollerblade. My first of four daughters at nine months or six months pregnant. <laughs> Could you imagine doing the double take? They got the knee pads, the wrist guards, the helmet, and the belly on the rollerblades. <laughs> that is so dangerous. I was going to say my grandma uh, tells a story about when uh, my my great grandma was pregnant with her. Uh, as soon as she found out that the baby was coming, there was some contractions. She started to wash the floor because they believed that that would be something that would help you, you know, get uh, everything moving. So. British Gramps, who's an MD, says that does it every time. Washing the floor. Yeah. Okay. Sounds a little misogynistic, if you ask me. <laughs> Very convenient. Yeah. Wash the floors. Amy, what about you? My husband and I went shopping to Costco with my two-year-old um, just to get some last-minute things before um, we had the baby. And all of a sudden, I start to feel a trickle. And um, my husband's like, maybe you should go to the bathroom and check to see what's going on. So I go check, and I come back, and I said, I think my water broke. He said, okay, we should probably go and drop off um, our oldest at your mom's. And I said, no. I said, we're getting our groceries. <laughs> I said, we are not leaving. I want to make sure that if this is it, I have all the food that I need. Yes. So we continued all of our shopping, came back, and um, in the car right on the way home, I started to get really bad contractions, and I called my mom, and she's like, yeah, you're in labor now. You should probably have not finished your grocery shopping. <laughs> so they, then they came over, and not long after, we had our second child. So In the car. <laughs> The things we'll do for that Costco hot dog. Yeah. I know, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. It brings new meaning to the words clean up on aisle six. Yeah, for sure. 
thank goodness it wasn't a large gush, or that would have been rather. <laughs> Can you hear Ooh. the tumbleweeds going through the Costco aisles <laughs> after that joke, Chris? <laughs> I know. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I was, uh, I don't have that darn theme song for uh, farming, but what, last week was agriculture week. We got so busy with stuff, and we meant to do this, but we didn't get a chance to. So we're going to do it now because, uh, well, we saw something online, didn't you, Matt? Somebody was asking, how much is a combine? Yeah. And it, uh, somebody on Twitter said, "Take without looking it up, how much would you think a brand new combine would cost? Right. And right. I mean, most people on Twitter have no idea how much these things cost. I have no idea. All no. I know is every time we walk through BBJ with Chris and we pass by one of the combines that's always set up there, yeah, he's like, oh, look at that unit. <laughs> he gets all fired up. <laughs> oh, it's I, a big deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. All right. So I thought we'd play a fun little version of the Price is Right Farming Edition with Matt and Jack. And again, <laughs> you, you know what? In there, you know, you guys have no clue. No clue. So no. this will be fun. I'm going to give you some items, like a showcase showdown, and you guys have to, and you can play along at home and uh, add up the uh, the value and uh, the closest without going over. Well, it's not going to win the showcase. I wish you could. <laughs> I wish you could because that would be awesome. But I don't got- think it would mean as much to us if we won it. No. You guys ready to go? Matt looks like he's left the room. Are you? Coming- I want to get a pen because I want to write down my guess here. Oh, interesting. Okay. You ready for uh, item number one? Yes. A Kubota M8 series tractor. 200 horsepower. That's a big tractor, okay? It's a year-round work ho- workhorse. So that's item number one, the Kubota tractor. Okay, slow down. I gotta run. Okay. All right, go ahead. All right. You need a swather to swath that stuff down. A 2019. So this is a used swather. It's a John Deere W235. It's oh, a, a 235? Didn't get the 237? It's a big swather. I'll give you that hint. Okay? Okay. I used from Kijiji 2018 Case IH 820 8240 combine. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a lot of letters. With low hours. It's got the uh, 3016 pickup with it too, by the way. Okay? Ooh. You got your combine now? Okay. Now after you you get the grain, you got to haul it to the elevator, you got to haul it to 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 somewhere, and uh you need a 2021 Peterbilt semi to do that. That's not cheap. I know that. Okay, and sure. and you need uh, Super B grain trailers to go along oh, with it as well. No. 2017. I got you some. Where used is grain that? Trailers. Seventy million. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no kid. All right, so that is your showcase. It starts at the tractor, the Kubota tractor, the John Deere Swather, the Case IH combine, the Peterbilt semi, along with the Super B trailers. What is the total of your showcase? You can, you know what you can do. You can also. Uh, Play along. You can text us now at 103939 with what you think the total is. And coming up in a few moments, we'll announce the winner. And we'll get to you guys, your guys' guesses, too. How does that sound? Sounds I need good. a calculator. No, yeah, no, che- no cheating, Jack. Have a number, and then we'll reveal it. Okay, I'm not going to cheat, but I really do need a calculator. <laughs> oh, I need one, too. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, here we go. Lots of buttons to press. It's the uh, Price is Right Showcase Showdown Farmer's Edition. If you're just tuning in, Kubota M8 Series Tractor, 200 horsepower, John Deere Swather, a 2018 Case IH 80, 8240 Combine, a 2021 Peterbilt Semi with uh, the Super Super B Grain Traders, all right? And uh, we just said, uh, who's going to get closest without going over? And that... Uh, Let's make Matt guess first. How okay. does that sound? I feel like 
I may have gone a little overboard because some people on the text line are going really low, I think. But I went high. I'm going to say $2.1 million, Bob. <laughs> okay. Jack? I'm going to say $777,777. She's got to be low, right? That that combine alone is like $750,000. all secondhand, Matt. Yeah, Matt. That combine was worth $380,000. Okay. The John Deere Swathers worth one forty two, hundred forty two thousand. The Kubota tractor was worth two sixty. The Peterbilt was worth two fifty, oh. and the Super B grain trailers were worth ninety five thousand used. So only ninety five thousand. Let's get one. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the only thing we could afford. So the total was one million one hundred twenty seven thousand dollars. Jack did not go over, though she wasn't really close at seven hundred seventy seven thousand dollars. But she is our. I don't winner. care. I'll take it. <laughs> but there were people that were pretty close on the text line. Actually, I noticed there was somebody at one point two million. For example, bad. I do like the people who are like one hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars, <laughs> <laughs> little under. There you go. Hey, thanks for playing the showcase showdown. Congratulations, Jack. You are the farmer in the group. Thank you. Yeah, I'm throwing my Yeehaw. copy. Of Farm oh wait, that's out cowboy. The <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.